From Innovation Alley at Marquette University, I'm Chuck Swoboda, and this is Innovators on Tap, a show based on the idea that innovation is about leadership. It's a mindset to find a better way, and ultimately, it's about people. These conversations are designed to allow you to open your mind to new ideas and find ways to put those concepts to work. Together, we can solve big problems and maybe even change the world. In 2001, I was named the CEO of Cree, a publicly traded technology company at the wise old age of 34. It was not the best timing as the dot-com bubble had recently burst and the country was entering a recession. I didn't fully appreciate the challenge I was taking on at the time because I was too busy trying to figure out how to be a CEO and deal with a lot of economic uncertainty. I also didn't really understand the opportunity that I was being given. After more than 16 years as CEO, growing the business, and building a global technology company, people saw our success and began to ask me for career advice. They wanted to know what was the secret to my success and how should they go about developing their own career plan. Now, while I completely understand why they're interested, I'm always a bit concerned that they'll be disappointed with my answer, which is, I never had a career plan and I really don't believe in them. Now, as foolish as that might sound to some of you, I just didn't think about it. Instead, I was focused on solving the problem in front of me and then moving on to the next one. In my experience, you don't pick opportunities. They pick you, often at the most inconvenient times. But it's not random. What you do each day matters, whether you realize it or not. But you have to keep listening and be willing to answer the door when opportunity knocks. I certainly didn't follow a straight path. Instead, I zigzagged from one challenge to the next, and some were more interesting than others. I learned a lot of new skills along the way and figured out both what I was good at and what motivated me to keep pushing ahead. My career started with a degree in electrical engineering and a year's worth of co-op experience working at Ford Electronics. My first professional job was in sales and marketing at Hewlett-Packard which I chose because it gave a kid from the Chicago suburbs a chance to work in Silicon Valley. After four years of doing that, I took what seemed like a really big risk at the time. I gave up the certainty of working for a well-established company to move across the country and join Cree, a small startup with big ideas and a pretty uncertain future. At Cree, I started as the LED product manager and then took whatever opportunity came my way. I was tasked with buying a company in Hong Kong and then became the general manager of that business, which had some success, but actually a lot more failures. Then one day I was asked to move to operations and run part of the factory. As time went on, I was asked to take on different roles as new problems came up until I became the chief operating officer, then the president, and eventually the CEO. I never asked for a promotion because I was too busy trying to do a good job working on whatever challenge was in front of me at the time. Titles never mattered much to me, and it mattered even less within the company. For many years, we didn't even publish an organization chart. You were respected for your contribution to the success of the company and held accountable for the things that went wrong, which they did quite often. It was about outcomes, not effort. And although I became CEO, it was actually never a goal of mine. In fact, when I was first offered the job, 
I wasn't sure I actually wanted it because I knew that once you take on the role of CEO, your next most likely job is fired. And this is the long way to say that the best path forward in your career may be to stop worrying about it and put all your energy into solving the problem that's right in front of you. In my experience, there is no shortage of opportunities for people that work hard and know how to make a difference. The organizational psychologist Herminia Ibarra may have said it best. You learn who you are through practice, not through theory. Simply put, you can think about your career all you want, but until you get in the game and start doing it, you won't know what you're good at and neither will anybody else. If you're worried about the future, take solace in the end of history illusion, which explains that many people think that the way they are now is the way they'll be in the future. But if you look to the past, you'll realize how much you've actually changed. So focus on the task at hand, complete them to the best of your ability, and then be ready to see where it takes you. If you're listening to this podcast for conventional career advice, you won't find it. But you don't have to just take my word for it. Instead, we've gone back through our previous episodes to pull out some of the best advice for developing yourself. And if you do that, I'm confident that your career will follow. And remember, successful people create successful careers and not vice versa. During my time at Cree, the breakthrough ideas came from people from all different parts of the organization. We expected people to view their job description as a suggestion, not a limitation. And ultimately, we wanted you to act like an owner and do whatever it takes to create value. Our team took this idea literally. For example, the person who invented the Cree LED light bulb was explicitly told not to work on that idea, but he did it anyways because he knew it was a problem that needed to be solved. Tom Warner, the CEO of SunPower, summed this concept up nicely. Responsibility is 80% taken and 20% given. If you feel stuck at your job, realize that it's up to you to do something about it. Act like an owner. Find a way to add value whether or not it's part of your job description. When you make the company better, people will notice and more opportunities will come your way. Attitude is incredibly important to success and is often a root cause of failure. Do you go to work expecting to get something or give something? Glenn Reed, creator of iMovie and iPhoto, captured this idea with a question you can ask yourself. Are you making a withdrawal or are you making a deposit? You know, and a lot of people want jobs where they're making withdrawals as opposed to what can I bring into your company and do. If you reframe your job as an opportunity to give, you'll likely have more success and learn a lot more along the way. Think about it. Who do you want on your team? People focused on what they can do to solve problems or people distracted with what they get in return. And don't underestimate the value of curiosity and having a passion to find a better way. Hillary Brasseth of Votes reminds us about the importance of continuing to question how things are. Never stop asking questions. Typically, an entrepreneur gets their start from being frustrated with something and perhaps asking a question from that frustration, which forms an opportunity. And I think that mindset, kind of a general dissatisfaction with the status quo and constantly trying to ideally build something for the better, that'll take you a long way. And don't be afraid to ask the same question again at a later time or in a different situation. 
As context changes and things evolve, oftentimes, so does the answer. Although identifying problems often starts with asking questions, you can't stop there. A company's success is fundamentally tied to its people's ability to find solutions. Ask yourself, are you a problem solver or just a problem finder? Rajesh Vashisht, the CEO of SciTime, explained it this way. I'd rather see a solution than somebody being critical because critical doesn't build anything. Solutions build some things. Problems reveal themselves by people challenging the status quo and asking why something couldn't be better. But asking why is only the first step. Finding solutions is where value is created. And don't shy away from taking on big challenges. If you have small goals, you'll get small results. If you set a big enough goal, you'll realize exactly what you need to do, as Mark Swoboda, former CEO of BridgeLux, put best. Because if you set your goal big enough, you'll figure out the real obstacles you have in achieving those expectations. If you only set goals you're likely to achieve, you'll miss the best opportunities for success and never know your true limits. When you make the goal big enough, it will force you to get at the real problems that need to be solved. And only then can you see what really needs to be done. And recognize that you can rarely achieve big goals alone. Finding a good team can be crucial to tackling obstacles that come up along the way. As Bill Krause, co-founder of Mission Barbecue, said, There's a quote, it's actually a proverb, that says, If you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So oftentimes, I think entrepreneurs think they, they can do it all by themselves. And flat out, you can't. Creating a team that is aligned on a common mission, but brings expertise and insight that you don't have, will allow you to accomplish far more than you could if you tried to go it alone. One of the qualities of most great innovation teams is a diversity of thought. The ideas come from people in many different parts of the organization and from all levels. Where you fall on the org chart has nothing to do with the potential value you can contribute to a solution. Sharon Resch, a former professional ballet dancer and mathematician, explained that you don't need a certain job title to have good ideas, but you have to start with the right perspective. Well, first of all, you have to come in as an equal. Every one of us at this table has something to say. Leadership starts with your attitude, no matter where you're at in an organization. It's about using your ideas and relationships to create followership. Chris Lukey, account executive at Rockwell Automation, summed it up as, You can be a leader in whatever job you're in, regardless of what point you are in your career. Whether you have direct reports or not, you are a leader if you're able to influence people to get the right work done. Leadership is not something that is given to you. You have to create it for yourself. And while we often think of leaders as the person standing up in front of a room, imploring a group to take on a challenge, it starts with being honest with yourself about the reality of the situation and how it affects those around you. It's important to recognize that you may not have all the answers. Keith Stanley, director of Near West Side Partners, offered this advice. To have some humility and have some respect and be intentional about understanding others, the more assumptions we have, the difficulty it is to do our work. And don't ever underestimate the importance of truly understanding why you are doing what you are doing. Why it is important that we take on this challenge at this moment. What is the greater purpose? One of the ways that Cree was successful in building highly effective teams is that we made it personal. Kenton Lee, founder of Because International 
and inventor of the shoes that grow may have said it best. I was trying to do something that I thought would help my friends. It became so personal to me, and, and that was really kind of my main motivation. If you embrace these 10 ideas, I'm confident that you'll accomplish whatever you set your mind to, which will lead to opportunities to do many things that you would have probably never even thought to put on your career plan. And while you pursue your journey, keep in mind one last piece of advice from Thomas Edison. Most people miss opportunity because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work. If you found value in this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And please share the podcast with your friends and colleagues, because I think we all know of things that could use some innovative thinking. Please feel free to contact us through our website at innovatorsontap.com. We're always open to new ideas or critical feedback. My belief as an innovator is anything you do today can be done better tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Let's go change the world.